Lizard Illuminati. A new world order. successful we will be we have a real chance at this new world order they sound crazy so who cares who cares but but it could totally 100 percent be true because we know the government's lies about every single thing Truthers and conspiracy junkies to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones. Y'all know what it is. Guys, I am super excited for this because I've been working three years to get Sam Tripley to notice me. And he noticed me, uh, I would say, about six, seven months ago. And we've been talking uh, behind the scenes and shit. And he finally got me on his show. This is not the last time that you guys are going to see us together, but here is the swap cast that I did with him behind his paywall. And uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, Sam motherfucking Tripley. Let's go. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Only Conspiracies. Very excited to be here. Uh, Very excited to have our next guest on. He's been podcast for three years, and he's got one of the best setups I've ever seen. Look at that, man. That is real deal shit right there. Please welcome Catalyst Jones. How are you, buddy? Sam, man, it's an honor to be on your show. Thank you, brother. I'm excited. Yeah, dude, I just finished this setup this week. I just moved back to California from, from Tennessee. So uh, it's it's been, a have been hibernating for like about a month and I just got the studio back ready to rock. I'm ready to fucking start grinding again, man, and stop drip, dropping red pills on these fools. I love it, dude. And you're honestly... Your setup looks amazing. Is that uh, actual or is that green screen? No, man, it's actual. Whoa, dude. That's some solid shit right there. It's so cheap. So I'm a graphic designer and I just have vision. And so I'm like scrolling through Amazon and I'm like imagining how I can piece shit together and just make it look dope. Honestly, this cost me less than $100 what you see behind me. I mean, the equipment, that's another story. You know how that goes, but yeah, I mean, I do. Unfortunately, I gotta, and I gotta learn how to do all that. Cause I want to start having a better setup behind me. Like I have no clue how to do any of those buttons you have right there and what they represent. So let's hope and pray brother, but your setup looks great. You should be proud of yourself. Congratulations. So, uh, Callis Jones, for those who may not be familiar with you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where our listeners can find you? Absolutely, brother. So I am the host of the White Rabbit podcast. Uh, You can find me video only is on Rockfin. And if you want to hear me on audio, I am available on um, Apple and on iHeartRadio. They kicked me off of Spotify and also off of YouTube. So we are Rockfin home. Nice. Congratulations on finding Rockfin. That's great. I'm sorry that you're getting shadow band everywhere and that sucks it just sucks it just sucks 
And yeah, they it, hit me hard. And it seemed, you know, what's crazy too is like they've taken down two of my Instagram accounts, and yet my newest one, which they won't let me get past eight thousand followers for some reason, but they give me a fucking blue check mark, and I'm like, what the fuck is really happening here? Yeah, I, it's so weird. I've been stuck on a hundred and three thousand people on instagram and i've been stuck at a hundred and thirty eight thousand forever and and before that i couldn't get past 136 and the only reason i ended up doing having that like a thousand explosion or maybe two thousand at the most was because i did rogan for the first time in eight years so i haven't been able to shoot past any of this stuff so I get it, man. It sucks. And it sucks because it is such a, uh, it is the main street of business. You and know, I feel like we are the mainstream. People say mainstream. I like to say corporate media because I feel that we are the mainstream. No, no, I was saying it's the main street, meaning like if you watch businesses, the businesses that are on the main street Gotcha. Uh, get all the traffic and the people who are just over, like, even if they're down, like 20 feet down one, one, uh, cross section crosswalk, like business is hard. People just like to walk up and down the main street and that's YouTube. Yeah. And that is, that is, um, Instagram. Now, you know, let's, looks like rumbles making moves, but who knows? I mean, like, I would like to see some action over there. I mean, like, Listen, if you want to shadow ban my conspiracy stuff, go ahead and do it because you only make it more and more popular. But my my mainstream stuff that I don't do any conspiracies in, it's like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah, why? With your, with your comedy and stuff, I, I totally get it. And, you know, I took a hit, too, each time they ding me because... You, I, I don't I don't get uh, paid for all this stuff. So like my listeners come through my Instagram and when they take me down, man, or when they take me off of Spotify, that really hurts, you know, because I work my ass off all day to come home so that I could drop all the knowledge that I'm listening to on these people. And they don't want anybody to hear this shit. The shadow banning is fucking ridiculous. You know, yeah, it is ridiculous. And then they let they let some people say it and others don't. And I don't like to get into, um, you know, even though I have my feelings on who is, who is a limited hangout, who's not, I just know being called a shill constantly. I kind of got to watch who I, who I think are shills maybe on, on a personal level, I'll discuss it, but out loud, it's just like, I don't know, man. It's kind of not my thing anymore. I just, I'm kind of over it. I'm over a lot of stuff in my age, but enough about me. Let's get into you. What is the name of your podcast? It's called uh, the White Rabbit Podcast. Nice. And, and so when I first started out, I noticed there was already a podcast named The White Rabbit. So I was a Q tard for a while. And I decided to put one and seven in the spelling of it. And then after I jumped off of the whole Trump train and everything, I decided to change because I'm like, how can I believe in Q so much when the leader is a freaking piece of shit? And, you know, like, I don't necessarily think he's a piece of shit. Well, he's a piece of shit, but, you know, he's a different piece of shit. Yes, he's not. I he's think. Not, right. He's not a satanic pedophile. Right. Like, yeah. I'm, more on, I'm more on board with your idea of let's go with the crime bosses. I'm more on their side. Luciferians if I versus Malachians. That that is my 100 percent belief. 
Luciferians versus Malakans. Malakans are what everybody thinks are, are saint worshipers, the devil, and Luciferians, they deal more with free will. They are a fallen angel cast out. You know, they mentioned Lucifer one time, supposedly uh, in the Bible, but that's what they say. You know, we just had Esoteric Eddie on for a really great episode on Tim Paul Hat that will drop next Tuesday. And awesome. and he did a book about how there was a there was a um a prophet named the pro was it the no not the prophet it was um what a oh, fucking what is he called but something Lucifer uh, a high ranking uh religious guy father it was I forget what's name it's not called the prophet what are they called when God dang it a muse. No, it's it's an official title in in uh religion in Christianity or the Roman Catholic Church. So, anyways, uh Saint Saint, there we go. Saint Lucifer. Oh Saint okay. Lucifer. He's called Saint Saint, Lucifer, really. Yeah, yeah, you can look him up. Now, the reason that Saint Lucifer is very interesting is because he was trying to push the doctrine, he was pushing against the Roman Catholic Church push that Jesus was God. And his belief was that Jesus just, I, I believe, he believed that Jesus Jesus uh, reached Christ consciousness, which is, I, I believe, I believe we're all, we're all connected to God and that Jesus Christ just reached a level that is uh, holier than, than it is the ultimate level of nirvana. That's my humble belief. That's my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you too. But then I listen to people like one on one and he like totally fucks with me because he'll say like Jesus is a humunculus. And I'm like, wait, don't go there yet. I'm not ready for this. Like, well, you got to, you know, uh, <laughs> conspiracies are kind of like uh, MMA, right? Or the original JKD, Jin Kun Do, which is take what you like, leave what you don't. And, uh, you take some, you don't take others. It's it's super interesting, and it gets very deep. When the deeper you go, the more you start to go, what the fuck is really going on? And so I've been in this kind of place where it's like I've almost done a 360 where I've gone from, like, not knowing anything to going all the way back around to not believing anything and thinking it's all haunt in a haunted house. Yes. I, I mean, I think we've all been there before because I've been I've been diving down rabbit holes for a, a really long time. I remember when um, Obama was running for president and back in the time I was in a hip hop group, I was the only white guy in the hip hop group. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, man, we're going to have a black president. Right. And my buddy, his name was Truth. He was like the, the leader of the hip hop group. And he was like, man, that guy's going to bring in the new world order and fucking put us all like in, in invoke martial law. And we're all going to end up in internment camps and shit. And I was like, what the fuck is the new world order? Like we're talking world ride wrestling. Like what the fuck are you no, talking I get that. about, bro? And, and so, you know, that was like early on in my life. And so, man, yeah. I've been diving down rabbit holes ever since then. And you can only find out that Santa Claus is not real so many times to where it just doesn't phase you anymore. You just like brush it off. You're like, Oh yeah, I knew that wasn't fucking, uh, I don't know why I invested so much time into that motherfucker. You know, like even people are giving me shit lately because I'm questioning things 
to where my followers are getting me mad about like, and I know he's your friend and everything, but I made a meme and it, and it was Alex Jones holding a sign and it says, do you ever wonder why I'm still alive? And, and I got so much fucking blowback from that. And like, I love Alex Jones, man. His batting average is fucking amazing, but like, God forbid I question anything. You know, what's so interesting about that is I, I think a lot about that. And I, I, based on what I think, the only time they out, they off you is if you're trying to get them arrested, that seems to be it. And I could be wrong. And no, that actually makes a lot of sense because everybody on Hillary's death count is is been processing something towards her, right? Or yeah, like it's all arrest her. Yeah, it's all about if you're trying to throw them in jail or or bring the light something that could bring them to jail. That seems to be when they want to off you, or or if you're you you are and you may not know it, but you might be a plant. Or um, like a, um, let's say like a Tupac, right? Where Tupac was kind of like started out as like a, a baller, like a dancer. And then, he, you know, over time he became a gangster. Right. And right. then, you know, and then he wanted to get off the reservation. And they're like, dude, we blew you up. You're not, you're not going to go and do your own thing. And that's, that seems to be either when they off you or they cancel you. Yeah, I agree with you, too. And I mean, if we really want to go deep in, into Tupac, I, I mean, he has family ties uh, with not only the Black Panthers, but with the CIA and everything. So it wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't even a Manchurian candidate of some sorts. Yeah, well, I, I, anybody that big is like that, you know, and then, you know, everybody gives a, a me shit because they think I have a blind eye to Joe Rogan and you know, I mean, I, I make no illusions of my my uh, my love for Joe and everything he did for me in my life. And I always discuss it. And, you know, even if even if they feel like Joe says some crazy shit about me, which is a conversation I had with a friend today about you have to give everybody a little bit. I think human nature is the shit talk and you have to let people give a certain degree of shit talking uh, because everybody every comedian no matter how clean they are is 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 talking a bit a uh, a bit of shit now now i've broken down comics into three types excuse me there's 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 clowns there's shit talkers and then there're outlaws i like to think i'm an outlaw but you know i could be just a shit talker i don't know but but the point uh, you're is definitely an outlaw and and comics have have thick skin you know because i was also the class clown Always. I always had to have the spotlight on me. And I also get it that like there's other people in competition for that spotlight. So that's how you bond with people is you talk shit. But that's also how you get a point across when you truly love somebody is you talk shit when it's the appropriate time. So so uh, yeah. So so the whole point is this is like I know Joe Rogan. I know Joe Rogan behind closed doors. He's the same guy. He's not saying like a dude. I don't you know, it's like there's a very famous quote by Charles Barkley is that because he was friends with Rush Limbaugh and Rush Limbaugh said he didn't believe anything he said, which to me totally fits and why I've always thought Rush Limbaugh was a piece of shit. You know, it's sad how he passed, but I 100% always thought he was a piece of shit. So, you know, R Rogan, same guy um, uh, behind closed doors that he is on that. So, 
and I can break down why he blew up. Me personally, he he became dominant in two different um, uh, things uh, that uh, cultural um, brands that weren't around twenty something years ago, which is UFC and podcasting. So there there is a there is now he's he's really great at playing the game. I'm just over explaining this. The point is okay that there are a lot of industry plants in there some people that i i've had conversations with people that i've said who i think is a plant in comedy uh and it's not somebody people talk about either but i do believe that all they do is limited hangouts oh man i think they're even in the the lower levels of podcasting as well too because i know for a fact that i've come across some people and i'm just like whoa where did you come from and like it, it it's kind of scary, but to go back on Joe Rogan and Alex Jones, if it wasn't for them, there would not be so many people awake right now because of people are sick of the bullshit and they don't sound so crazy anymore. And Joe, he's very, he's very careful about what he's willing to talk about. Yeah. For so sure. He doesn't sound crazy right off the bat. So I think that's a really good first red pill for people. And that's kind of how I came across you because I was already full in and I was like, damn it, dude, Joe Rogan won't go all in. And my buddy who I used to work with, um, he was like, man, uh, did you you ever fucking listen to Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripley? And I was like, no, because I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. Fuck this. Nobody's doing what I, what they should be doing. And then I listened to you and I was like, damn it, dude. Andy's a comedian. I'm fucked. Dude, there's no way I can compete with this guy. <laughs> no, you can and you shouldn't. There's so much room for all of us. People, even though people think there's too much podcast, there's not enough. If you no, got I quality pop, if you have a quality, quality product people will find it and uh you know we'll definitely get you on the big show to make that happen but i want to get um i want to get uh i want to discuss with you uh some of the things are going on and, and like you know this discussion of limited hangouts is really interesting to me because uh it's kind of like i'm really in a place where so much of what's going on is just haunting a haunted house so Today we record on Wednesdays. We record both of our episodes for the week. We put out one this week, and then the Tuesday episode is recorded the week before. So, so um, Johnny, for some reason, decided on the Wednesday to go to Chicago for a film festival, and he's in Chicago. So, you know, we were discussing like all the, you know, I brought up all the cast in Chicago, and he goes, "What?" I go, yeah, it's like there's riots everywhere. He goes, I'm in Chicago. I haven't seen shit. And I'm like, oh, here we go again, man. Here we go again. It's like when I was in Portland, dude. It's when I was in Portland and everybody and everyone's like, Portland's burning. And I go there and I talk to my friends and they're like, dude, we haven't seen one riot yet. I'm like, what are you talking about? The news says you guys are Baghdad and it's a war zone. Nope. And sure shit. We, we drove around. It took us forever to find a fucking riot. And we did it. And it was like 75 people. 
Yeah, man, that's crazy. If I was to go down to Oakland, California right now, I could hang out for long enough and make it look like there was a riot going on down there, too. I mean, honestly, you were talking about how cool my shit was. If I was to turn my camera around right now, you'd be like, oh, my God, he's in a shithole, <laughs> you know? No, I'm I'm with you, dude. I get that. Everything's an illusion, dude. But it's like everything is It's like this woman said on my other show, Zero, everything is a a uh, 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 game of energy it's all energy everything is a game of energy i totally agree with you bro and and i and i definitely am with the point that we do live in a realm because i used to hang my hat on being a flat earther and and now i'm thinking like the only thing that truly matters is our internal connection with whatever has created us and i'm really trying to find that connection. And I, and I hope that I am, you know, I think I'm doing the right things. I'm listening to the right people. I think, you know, it, it, you know, I have to use discernment obviously. And I hope that I'm giving my listeners the right thing, but uh, you know, I'm trying to practice what I preach. The shit is difficult. And like you're saying, it's like there's psyop over psyop over psyop. And it's like, how do you, how do you take in what you need to without throwing the baby out with the bathwater? Yeah, that's it. And how do you, how do you pay attention to what's going on without losing yourself and your and, and giving your loose energy to to what is going on? Because it's so easy to lose it. It's so easy. And, and, you know, because you can be like the sky is falling, the sky is falling. It's like, you know, for me, man, I just like to go. I like to know what they're doing and they're trying to do a lot of it. And a lot of it is is when it when you break it down is like they're just trying to steal your life force in whatever way possible now we just had a big episode it will drop tomorrow this woman says chemtrails are full of an artificial microbiome that is neither like it's not natural forming bacteria it's it's super it's super interesting she brought up some really great it was a really great uh Sophia Smallstorm, who's just like goes deep and talks mad shit. Uh, she she was a, it's a really interesting, interesting discussion that we had this weekend. Uh, I think people are going to be blown away by it. But like, like, I, I don't even know if the vaccines were. I think they I think a lot of the stuff you're seeing happening right now is from chemtrails, including the calamari we're seeing in people's bodies now i had a friend of mine who told me he almost died recently and because his body's blood is syrupy and i'm like and i know he got vaxxed oh, man. so uh, he almost died dude that's horrible that's crazy you bring the chemtrail thing up right now because somebody uh one of my listeners today had sent me um a video and i didn't quite listen to the or watch the whole thing but there's a freaking pentagram in the sky and Dude, I think that's all, this is all Moloki and, and this is the war going on. And it's just, and this is all this stuff is. So they, I mean, dude, things that we talked about today are going to blow your fucking mind. I cannot wait to listen to it, man, because your show, it definitely blows my mind. Gonna, and I can't thank blow you your enough, mind. man, for the people that you're waking up. Like, uh, I just had uh, Kirby Sneed on my show. He's a pitcher for the Oakland A's. He plays for the Oakland A's. Oh, he snap. Played, 
he's a big conspiracy theorist and he listens to your show and you had reposted something of mine. And that's how he found me. I ended up having him on, man. We talked about sports being fake and gay and he plays for the Oakland A's right now. And he's a big fan. I think he's watching this. I don't know if this is live, but if it is, he's watching right no, now. It'll be out. It'll be out tonight. It'll be out tonight, but we'll put it out there and say, what up, Kirby? Hit me up. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah, man. There's some guys out there. Andrew Bogut's a really great, uh, he used to be the center for Golden State Warriors. He's a real truther. There's some NFL quarterbacks uh, that have uh, – or former NFL quarterbacks. Oh, damn it, dude. I really wanted to talk to you about Derek Carr. I know you're running out of time because I'm – No, a, dude, we got time. Diehard Raider fan, man. And yeah. I have a theory – that they've shunned Derek Carr because he's a Christian, because I truly feel that he has the talent to be better than Kenny Stabler or Jim Plunkett or all these hall of fame legends of the Raider organization. I truly feel that they went to Vegas, man. It's sin city for a reason. It's fucking sin city. They sold their soul. They were the first motherfuckers on board with Turkey basting everybody to make them fucking go watch a game. Well, I think that, I think that's the only way he got the stadium was to play ball with that shit. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot of conspiracies involved with the Raiders going to Vegas. Uh, the Raiders, Raider. I mean, I, I I loved Oakland. I'm a big Oakland fan. If they would have stayed in Oakland, I would have been fine with that. If they had the move, they should have gone to Los Angeles because this is LA. This is Raider country. And if they would have done that, that would have galvanized Los Angeles. You'd either be a Raiders fan or Rams fan. Now nobody's either. Nobody gives a fuck about either of those teams. Even the Rams winning a Super Bowl, nobody really gives a shit. You see some Rams gear. You see no Charger gear at all. If they would, Chargers would have gone to Vegas, they would have had their own fucking city. And you now they're, that would have been the best move ever. And if yeah. the Raiders would have went to LA, the fan base is already there. Like you're yeah. saying, and people in Oakland, like, cause I'm in the Bay area. Right. So like when they moved back to Oakland, my very first Raider game was the very first Raider game they played back in Oakland. And so I've been a diehard ever since they, I, the fans that were hurt. And we feel like they shit on us by, but well, they gave you the word, like you the Oakland A's owner is a piece of shit and mark davis just didn't want he was listen they had the decision to make it was between oakland like san diego right san diego had made a, a decision between the chargers and the padres and the mayor goes there's way more padre home games than there are charger home games so the Chargers will do more. I mean, the Padres will do more for the local economy than the uh, the Chargers will. So she went with building a new baseball stadium, or he did. Uh, you got you had two bad owners. Like Mark Davis wants to try, um, but here's the whole thing: they they get rid of Carr because probably yeah, there's that's definitely part of that Christian stuff. But it's also that everybody there is out of excuses. The, the coach sucks, and he wanted to blame every. I see, I'm a Dodger fan right now, and the Dodgers GM, Andrew Friedman, is out of excuses. He got rid of everybody on the team. That was a 111-win team, and he got rid of all the players, and now we're under 500. 
And I don't That's give exactly a fuck. what the fucking Raiders just did. So you just had two teams take a complete fucking shit on you. Yeah. I mean, dude, and Josh McDaniels is not the guy. And if you really study the Raiders this year, Derek Carr wasn't the problem. He's not the answer, but he's not the problem. The problem was their defense. They had a shitty defense, and they've always had a shitty defense. It wasn't when was the last time they had a great, great defense? I mean, a great defense. Was it the Super Bowl team that lost to uh Tampa or Yeah, or, probably. Or, or was it all those Marcus Allen Raiders teams with those awesome DBs that were fucking covering everybody? Who Bro, knows, dude? Bo Jackson was my all-time he like he was my hero growing up, man. Do yeah, you for sure. Or baseball card where he had the shoulder pads. And dude, I that guy was so, taken out way too soon. I and, agree. But yeah, man, I I I could sit here and, and talk your ear off all day because I'm like a huge fan and it's just such an honor to come and and actually talk to you for the first time. What's your favorite conspiracy? Man, my favorite conspiracy, it still is flat earth because it's one of the ones that I'm the most knowledgeable in and I can I can take people to the hoop on that one. Well, I'm a, I I lean more towards flat earth than than uh round ball for sure. You know, the question I ask everybody is if a balloon, why does a balloon fly into the air? They say buoyancy. I go, so what you're saying is that the ball the balloon is too light for air and they'll go yeah and so what you're also saying is that gravity it's too light for gravity and then they get quiet because they realize they got caught right so i go if it's too light for gravity why doesn't it just spin off if we're going at seventeen thousand miles an hour and i go the answer is either one of two reasons either one we're stationary or two we're in an enclosed uh area exactly compartmentalize because because if you don't say the compartmentalized part they'll always be like well look at look at a look at a bug in a car i go because it's in a compartmentalized fucking area once you once you roll your window down in the air draft you see the bug kind of and then just get sucked right out it would fly right the fuck out well, that's a great here. that's a great point that my buddy Big Country, you've had him on your show. He's the host of Whiskey Beer and Conspiracy. Oh yeah, he's great. He is about to drop a book, and it's a flat Earth book, and I cannot wait for it to come out because he also plays with flat or with realm theory as well. But uh, he brings up a good point that like you uh, you cannot recreate um, gravity because it has to be in a container in order to recreate it, and so if if you're saying that gravity exists, then you have to be able to recreate it without a container. And people are like, well, that's impossible. Well, then obviously we have. Yeah, a I mean, obviously it's like, why, why is the air not sucked into the vacuum that they think is empty space? There's so many. There's so many. I mean, Eric Dubé wrote 200 proofs. I don't know if they're proofs. I would say that they're 200. They're 200 observations that we're not living where we're told we are. <laughs> People always like get Eric Dubay on. I'm like, I've asked him. He thinks I'm too Jewish, even oh, though I'm not what? Jewish at all. <laughs> I'm not even Jewish. I know you're Armenian, right? <laughs> Armenian, Italian, Sicilian. Don't forget the Sicilian part, dude, because that means I'm part black and I could get some of this check. Hells yeah. The, Give me some it, of that check, dog. What is it? Ten minutes. You know what's funny is I think when I read that, I thought of the barbershop when he was like, all that's going to do is make Cadillac the number one car country in America. 
Yeah. Yeah. I have a joke about it that like, I want to, I'm going to take my reparations check for being black and I'm going to uh, open up a uh, Cadillac Escalade and gold chain fucking store and call it whips and chains. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, me too. Dude, dude we got to get you to Sacramento. There's two places out here. I think you might have already been to the boardwalk, but there's also the Crest Theater, which How is how much nice. does it sit? How many does it sit? I will look into both of those for you. I know I forget the where I went. I went to I forget the the fucking kind of rock club I went to. That's it. That you were you and Eddie Bravo, you guys, it was the boardwalk. They just reopened up finally from after they shut down from COVID or from Oh really? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm in, dude. I'm down. I'm totally down. I mean, I love Sacramento. I'm so happy that Sacramento, the Kings are doing well. I'm very happy about that. Yes, me too. Man, you know, because Chris Weber, as great as he was, he fucked that town. Of course, their owners were a little weird, but he fucked that town by saying it had no good soul food. It's like, get the fuck out of here, dude, with that bullshit. You're from Michigan. Get the fuck out of here. Honestly, you know? he, he, he just had to go down Stockton Boulevard. He could have found all the soul food he needed. But it's like, it's got everything that you would want in a big city. It's a big city. It's got gorgeous women. There's they're very cool. And you know, it's like great. I mean, it's like great. It's like, what are we talking about? You're not that far. I mean, if you really want, you can go to San Francisco, but that place is done. It's just done. It makes me makes me think that something else is coming. I, I agree see, dude. with you, bro. I agree with you. Before you let me go, man, I do have a theory. No, we got time, bro. We're not going. I'll tell you when we're going. We're good. We're good. Oh, okay. Uh, I have another theory about San Francisco, man, with this predictive programming. And we look at all the 9-11 shit that has happened. And how many times in the past, what, 10 years have we seen the Golden Gate Bridge get taken out in, in a movie or a TV or oh, a shit. You know what I mean? Oh, so shit. I feel something's coming to San Francisco. I'm not the last time that. I was down there, I just I moved to uh, Nashville for a while. And before I left, I was like, I want to go to San Francisco and see what kind of Tartaria shit I could find down there. And man, while I was down there, fucking I saw I witnessed a bum shitting. It was just like. It was really I witnessed bad. a bum shitting. It was really bad. Fucking I went to go into a store and because in Sacramento, we didn't see you cannot come in here and eat if you don't have a vax card. I saw that shit in San Francisco. I'm yeah, like, it's like unbelievable, right? It's just unbelievable. What do you it, mean you do not have a vax card? So, dude, it was so funny. So the other day I was... um. I, I, th these Asians run game on me, dude. I got my PO box at this Asian. They just make up the amount of money that I owe them. Like for when I have uh, two bigger boxes for my PO box, it's supposed to be a dollar. They just make, they just make uh, up a number. So, so I had three boxes. One of them was a 3D printer. <laughs> Ghost guns. Okay. <laughs> I even though I don't need to ghost guns because I have real guns, son. Okay. So, uh, but it's so funny because I have my anti vax vaccine cl club fucking sweatshirt on. And she brought it, she brought help bring out my boxes. And she like, oh, she go, oh, you don't get vaccine? I go, no. She go, not good. I go, yeah, it's not good for you. 
have you gotten any of the information? And I'm just like, <laughs> thank you for everything. She goes, $10. I go, yeah, I know you owe me a 10. Why is it $10? She goes, oh, very big boxes. I go, okay, okay, whatever. Oh, but it was so funny. So they run that federal, they run that like the Federal Reserve at your mailbox place, huh? Yeah, they just make up an, oh, $20. I go, why $20? Oh, because so big. I go, okay, do you love me long time? Is that what you're saying, dude? (laughs) That's $15. (laughs) Yeah. It's so, but I thought it was so funny. It was so fucking funny how, how like, um, she was just shocked. And it's so it's so interesting because like I live in the Valley now of Los Angeles and I go to these kids park with my kids and always the hottest moms are always like, I like your sweatshirt. Where'd you get it? And it's my anti-vaccine vaccine guard. It's like, Hell I, yes. dude, we had another vaccine show today. It's just like, watch who you, you just gotta, you gotta talk to whoever you're hooking up with on whether they're into vaccines or not. Because if the mom's in the vaccines, there's nothing you could do. Man, what do you do if you hook up with a girl and she tells you after the fact that she got a fucking vaccine? Are you fucked? Or like... Bro, I think... Listen to me, man. So I think all this shit... I think so much of this shit is... um, I think a lot of it is loose jacking. Uh, I think the whole Project Veritas thing is loose jacking. Right. Because all they want you to think is, oh, this vaccine is bad. We're weaponizing more vaccines. Oh, my God. That means another that means another pandemic. That means another vaccine. That means another lockdown. Once you buy into all that. Right. Once you buy into all that, then you start to see shit getting crazy. It's hard not to buy in that because then you get in, oh, it leaked from the lab or it leaked. And then you get back. You're like, wait a minute. If I truly believe in terrain theory, then they've never isolated a virus ever. Like, yes. Never once yes. Have they ever even isolated a virus. So what am I even tripping on for? Yes. So I, so when I always say this, so I am not saying that they haven't come up with something a, a weaponized, non-regularly uh, happening uh, something. Like, not necessarily a vaccine, but a, a biometric, micro, bi- micro, um, mic- what's, I just used the word earlier, micro. Is it a poison? No, but it's like a tiny, um, a tiny microbe. Microorganism. I'm not saying they haven't come up with something like that. It's definitely possible. But what people think are viruses isn't what they're saying. Right. And I will die on that hill. And, and you know, I'm not fully I'm not fully throwing out uh, the baby with the bathwater and the fact that uh, we could be possessed by parasites as well. And well, that's what we're going to you're going to hear a lot of on this fucking episode dropping tomorrow. What's in those chemtrails? People have done breakdowns and it's kind of crazy. And that's scary too, right? Because we're seeing people like that are investing things. We're seeing people investing in water right now and it's illegal here in California. We can't collect the rainwater, but even if we were to say F you and collect the rainwater, is that even safe? Well, that's why you got to get a, a water purifier. Right. That's why I honestly believe you need a water purifier so you could purify um, 
you can purify your 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 water from a lot of shit. I don't know how deep you can go or how much you clean it up, but these things say they get rid of most of it. And you know, I mean, like today's episode, could there be some fucking um, you know, shadow in the cave? It's definitely possible that you know that dropped. Yes, it's definitely possible. But I think it's super interesting, dude. And you know, it's just. It's all of this, 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 it's, it's a cultural energy war, bro. So if you, you know, I'm a big fan of, um, the value entertainment of, uh, Patrick bet David his co-host Vin, Vincent O'Shaughnessy is a friend of mine. And, you know, you know, they're, they're in war right now with Chelsea Handler and I'm always like, live your life, whatever you want to do, live your life. And the problem I have with what Chelsea Handler's doing isn't that I, I like I think you will have to have kids. I don't I don't believe that. But what I do believe is she she's lying to younger people about her level of happiness. Oh, and absolutely. you know, and that's my problem with feminism. Isn't that like I I have two daughters. I, I want them to live the best life they can, be treated equally and conquer. You know, like I want that. But I also know that there's a lot of older feminists that are lying to younger feminists about the path they should take in life because misery loves company. Absolutely. You know, it's that person at the drink that wants the person that hasn't had a drink in over a year to fucking take a shot with them. Yeah, 100 percent, dude. And that's where it is, man. And I see it happen all the time, all the time. Yeah, that they just lie to them. And I I'm not going to say who it was, but I saw one female comic talking to a younger female comic and the younger female comic was talking about how she wanted to have kids. And the older female comic who didn't have kids told her not to do it because it was going to ruin her career. And that female comic is losing it right now. So it's just misery. So like when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, uh, when I, when I get, you know, asked, by younger comics comedy advice i like to give them two 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 separate types of advice one of them is what i did and what i believe and then the other one is what i believe my super successful arena comic friends did because i want to give them both because you know there would be some people kind of look at my career and be like oh you know it's like what he didn't, he didn't get this. He's not playing theaters. He never was in a movie. Oh, I was in some movies, but I, I, I was never in a sitcom or anything like that. You know, and there was times I would believe that. Now I'm so thankful for my career. But, you know, at the time I was a little like, you know. Right. So uh, I like to give them both what what they did, what I did. Yeah. So that they can they can pick and choose which path they want to follow. But that's not what older feminists do. Older feminists sell the lie that they that they took hook, line, and sinker that they know are miserable now, and that's so much of the, what the left does with um, social causes and what the right does with alternative lifestyles. Right? It's like how many of these people on the right are secretly closeted that are anti-gay, and how many of these people on the left that are telling everybody how to live the best life are miserable Fox. So oh, it's like, absolutely brother. When I jumped off of the Trump train, it was funny 
because some of the far right people were trying to start rumors about me and saying that I was a closet homosexual meth addict and like trying to discredit me. So I was like, fuck you guys. I'm, I'm going to make an MTV Cribs about it and fucking be the gayest, methiest motherfucker you've ever seen. Like, I don't yeah, give a shit. I love that they try to use that as some kind of fucking put down or something. It's it's just so fucking stupid. And at the end of the day, whatever they call me, I tend to run with it and yes. own, and own exactly. it and not give a fuck. Because what they're trying to do is like black emotionally blackmail you into kowtowing to them and they can all go fuck themselves. And who really gives a shit? And, you know, it's like I'm not going to get into this all or nothing that both sides have. Like if you're not pure trans rights and you don't think you and you're against gay men doing weird shit in public schools. OK, uh, that you're some kind of homophobe. And then at the the right is if like you don't want to fucking stoned trans and gays to death that you're you're secretly closeted gay. It's just stupid. It's just it is, dumb. Live your life. Stupid. And they don't like the people in the middle. That's why they they've been so hard at work with shadow banning and gays against groomers because they don't like my generation, bro. Like we came up like, first of all, when I heard about racism, I was in my fucking thirties already. I'm like, wait a minute, what this fucking still exists. I didn't know that. And we didn't give a shit if you were gay or not. If you were cool, you were cool. Like I we agree. judged people if they were a piece of shit or if they weren't. Yeah. And you know, like 100% have all this shit until Obama came into office. And yeah, you're, you're then totally we started right. having all this, all this separatism. And it's like, people are calling this Marxism, but it's not Marxism. It's Maoism because it's, it's just exactly how they divided China. And now China's infiltrating the United States and trying to do that to us too. But there's dark forces at work as well. So like, I'm, tr I'm trying not to pay attention to the politics of it as much, as much as like the spiritual warfare that's happening behind the scenes, that's causing the theater that we're seeing. And I don't know if you or if you're familiar with Anonymous Sean, uh, my buddy Ron from New England. He has him on. His yeah, show. yeah, yeah. I love uh, I've heard of him. And uh, he dives really deep into the spiritual warfare that's happening and ties it in with the theater and politics that we're seeing now. And man, he does a fucking amazing job. And uh, and he really has me thinking about some other things. And what has he got you thinking about? Well, man, he's going back to the Bible days to when before even uh, Adam and Eve were deceived or Eve was deceived. And he's talking about like um, the beasts of the field um, were inhabited the earth before humans were and how there was some sort of a, a basically a law broken. And so there was a court. And so the beasts of the field and all of these other people were were sent down uh, to the earth and everything. And he's tying this in with Q and devolution and like uh, it, it. I mean, it's just insane the way that this guy is piecing everything together because he's just incredible with his uh his stuff he won't do any he doesn't have any uh media at all all he does is he will go on ron or the wicked planet podcast i was lucky enough to have him on my show one time to talk about devolution but he made me blur tell me about devolution so devolution is basically where we go back to where um, we're fighting fire with fire. So uh, Q had a role in taking down the deep state, but its role is done. It's woken up the people that it was supposed to wake up. And there were psyops within that, but devolution goes deeper where there's already plants involved 
with what's going on and the takedown is happening behind the scenes. It's very similar with Q. However, there's a lot of biblical aspects to it and how um, contracts were broken between uh, Adam and Eve, Satan and uh, God. It's so interesting. The whole thing, uh, the whole thing is just super interested I, for uh, it's just super. What is the real answer? Cause there's a lot of things that I think, you know, what, you know, it's like, was the apple knowledge and is the knowledge anti-God? There's a lot of discussions about that. Who is God? Is God the demiurge? It's, it's, it's interesting shit, dude. It just like, and I don't know if we're ever supposed to, at this point to get to the, to the, um, to the, the, the center of this whole thing. I really don't. I don't know what the answer is. I don't either, man. And we, and you, you can drive yourself crazy. Cause as long as I can remember, I can remember being in second grade and just laying awake and wondering how there, how is there anything at all? You know, like how did anything create anything if there was nothing to begin with? It just, it, it can drive you crazy, you know, but I think the best thing is I live my life is just, and I wasn't, I used to be a piece of fucking shit, man. I'm not going to lie, but like in my older years, now that I'm Sounds getting fun. And gray and gray hair, yeah, it was fun. It was <laughs> gray hairs and everything. Now, what truly feels right is even when I was a piece of shit, I tried to be a good person, you know, but I was selfish. And I just feel like, like you like to practice, you know, giving to people and shit like that. When people aren't looking, that's who you truly are. And if you can really be a good person, I think that's what it is and connect and it all comes out you in the are. wash dude it all comes out in the wash it's just the way it is it is the energy and it all comes out in the wash man i'm telling you right now absolutely because in it and you only as much energy as you put into something is is what you're going to get into it so if you're totally caught up in politics all the time and oh my god hillary clinton is eating all these babies which i do it myself but if you get caught up in, in it too long, it's very negative. It's a dark place. Yeah. You can always tell when people are just starting out, like, and all they want to do is save the world. So all they do is basically just like are running around, like, you know, running around, like, uh, who's the guy on the horse that fucking warned everybody that everything like, um, Oh, right. Right. Uh, um, Yankee doodle dandy. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we all, uh, who's the guy? I fucking forget. Oh, I was just on the tip of my tongue too. But yeah, I know who you're talking about. Right? And he's just yeah. like the, the, you know, the pedophiles are coming or the lizard people are coming or the deep state is coming, you know, that you can tell. And then you see the older ones, they start going, okay, like all this shit's happening, but is it affecting me right now where I am and how can I protect myself? And that's where I really get to right now. It's like, I think there's a lot of loose jacking going on. They're yeah. just loose jacking everything. And if you lose yourself in that, you're going to go crazy. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I've even taken a few times where I've posted, I'm going dark for a few days. And that's just to dumb, be doing dumb blue pill stuff, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll just watch your dumb life, stuff, sure. play video games, go play disc golf, you know, like, um, just dumb stuff just to not think about, you know, how the world is fucked and I can't do anything about it. So mine well, is, I, I can. so tell them one more time where they can find you. 
Absolutely, brother. You can find me on Rockfin at the White Rabbit Podcast. I am on Instagram, uh, verified now under White uh, underscore Rabbit underscore Podcast, and go check out the White Rabbit podcast.com that's where you can find all my fire merch and links to everything else that i do and yeah man big fan sam thank you so much for having me on uh it's it's been a pleasure to talk to you brother dallas jones will get you on the big show help you blow up and make it happen and uh dude nothing but love thank you so much for coming on and we'll do it again soon okay oh yeah brother all right take care everybody i hope you enjoyed this and, uh, you know, we got an AMA this week and a uh, another Only Conspiracies. We love you very much. Take care. Have a great day. Bye. Guys, dude, that was fucking awesome. I finally got to talk to Sam Tripley. It was awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. And I'm going to end this episode with a song that I did with my ex-wife, who happens to be the mother of my daughter. Her and I did this song and her um, brother uh, finishes it off. So I'm the first verse, she's the second verse, and her brother is the last verse. And uh, yeah, just uh, so you guys know, I make music too. So uh, here we go. Uh, 